Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Kelly Henderson, and you are listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast. I believe our bodies are magnificent and can do really amazing things if we set them up to function properly. So this week on the podcast, I talked to Nadine Artemis, who is the founder of Living Libations and LivingLibations.com, which is a company, it's full of skincare, beauty, and body products made using 100% natural oils and botanicals. There's no junk in these products. She's also the author of Renegade Beauty, where she gives natural and food-based remedies for everything from melasma all the way to cellulite. Dun, dun, dun. I personally found Nadine from her product Poetic Pits, which is the only natural deodorant that has ever worked for me. Nadine is full of knowledge about our body's natural chemistries and what we can use from the earth to work organically with that. So here's Nadine. I'm here with Nadine Artemis, founder of Living Libations and author of Renegade Beauty about how to reveal and revive your natural beauty radiance. Hi, Nadine. Hi. I'm honestly so happy to have you on the Velvet's Edge podcast. I was telling you before we started that I found you because of the product Poetic Pits, which we'll talk about in a bit. But now I'm completely obsessed with all things Living Libations, which is your company. And I just started reading your book, too. So all of it. Oh, I'm so glad you were able to dive into the book. Yes. And some of our creations. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of your creations. Um, So livinglibations.com is your website. And are most of your products essential oil based? The ones I saw were. Yeah, well, we do use essential oils as a, a huge part of our palette, but really it's like everything is pure, natural, organic, um, you know, no fillers. We just feel that every drop matters, and we, you know, source from the botanical world because you just want all goodness on your body because that the, the drops from nature that are, you know, the most life-giving and um, the most beauty-fulfilling even when you're looking at products where it's like or natural or organic to like 70, 80%, but then there's things like a methyl paraben in and it's like, well, it's okay. It's just at a 0.01%. So it's, 
you know, so micro, but those things show up. And when, you know, diseased breast tissue is, is tested, for example, 99% of that tissue is found to have parabens in it. So really? we really do just want goodness on in and around our body. And we don't have to compromise either. We can't, you know, it's 2019 and there's a whole banquet of beautiful ingredients that we can really work with to harmonize all those things that we want to, you know, when we care for our bodies. So how do you figure out, for instance, if you're using oils or you said a lot of botanicals, how do you figure out what works to cure certain ailments or beauty issues? Yeah, that's an, on one level. Sort, I mean, there's a lot of this process that I really feel, um, you know, has always been super intuitive for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I come up with products. You know, 99% of creating a product, it just happens in my mind, and then you know, that manifest form is just that like last moment where. It's just like, yep, that's perfect. So, you know, and then there's always science behind it, and we can look at the history of botanicals and what they've been traditionally used for, where we've got sort of hundreds of years of antidotal data, but, you know, a lot of it makes sense. We also have new ingredients now that weren't really available in the past, or maybe we couldn't extract them. And there's a lot that the plant history and just knowing what the plants that can tell you about how they're going to, you know, be and have an affinity with certain things we want to balance or certain parts of the body. Right. So when you say balance, I actually was just going to bring up your philosophy. I think I read this on the website. Maybe it was your book, but you talk a lot about letting your body heal on its own and do what it's just, it's supposed to do. Yes. Because a lot of, you know, whether we're talking about beauty, which isn't obviously so serious because it's not like, I mean, it's just about feeling good and looking good as opposed to like an imbalance that could be like eczema or something that might need a little more um, care. We, you know, with beauty, we've been like poking and picking our faces and trying to, you know, not have wrinkles and small pores under like magnifying mirrors. So there's a lot of that we want to let go of. And also a lot of the things where we're trying to balance things in our body, we're really coming at it with approaches that are sort of lack-based and also, you know, misinformation. And so there's a lot of stuff uphill or there's a lot of stuff that we've been trained to do as women to take care of our bodies that is actually, you know, causing uh, manifestations <clears throat> sorry, of different imbalances in different ways. So that, you know, if we, the average woman is putting over 250 chemicals on her body, daily in the name of beauty that's that's a whole area where we need to kind of step back and get out of the way right and and allow our body systems to do the work that they're supposed to do instead of us applying or showering in chlorine or ingesting things that are going to create an uphill battle and so if we just stop and let go of a lot of these systems, then we can allow our body and our microbiome and our skin's microbiome to come into balance and to be the, the beautician, so to speak. We can let that beneficial bacteria that's teeming all over our body anyway and needs to be, you know, on our body, on our skin. We're, we're like a whole little microcosmic garden. And, um, you know, we need to stop spraying the garden with pesticides and petroleum chemical-based beauty products. 
Right. I think so many times we're looking for the quick fix because we all want to look beautiful and feel good, as you said. But um, yeah, and, but you know, nature offers a lot of quick fixes as well. Yeah. It doesn't just getting away from chemicals and toxins doesn't have to be, you know, a full Birkenstock story. <laughs> it doesn't have to be totally granola. And at the same time, it can also be the easiest path. I mean, I'm, a, you know, somebody is suffering with years of acne or cystic acne. I am a great believer in um, looking at, you know, maybe there's dietary triggers, maybe there's an allergy to soy or dairy. Um, so I'm all for that. But I'm also amazed at the people like where we get emails every day where their skin is literally turning around like by the first wash, by the, the next 24 hours, you know, and for some it's like automatically and the acne goes away. And for some people it might take a few weeks. Um, but I'm amazed at how people's skin transform without having to, you know, always do like a food thing and that kind of thing. So that's pretty exciting too. That is, so you guys are seeing results that quickly overnight? I always thought natural remedies just took longer. Well, the thing is, there's natural, and then there's, like, actually natural and pure, like, pure, really authentic ingredients. So a lot of essential oils on the market are not 100% authentic, and, you know, and it's not always detectable by the human nose. You might need you know, lab tests to see if they've been adulterated with something. Then there's also just like naturals that don't have a good effect because they're, you know, like almond oil or peach kernel or grapeseed oil. All those oils don't do that much for the skin and they're pretty much rancid by the time any consumer would get a product with it. And then there's things like glycerin, which can puff up the cells, um, sort of add that hydration for the moment but then create long-term drought sorry where they're um, shriveling the cells water levels and so there are naturals that aren't that effective to actually being a bit detrimental if they're rancid that kind of thing mm -hmm. so there is all that but there is also um, when you're using pure oils I mean there can be such quick fixes for even little things like nicks or cuts or burns or scars you know, I can't imagine a scar healing faster um, than with the use of essential oils and pure oils. I can't think of anything else on the planet that's going to really help um, seal seal up a fresh uh, incision or really break down an older keloid. I spent hours on your website earlier. I got really sucked in. <laughs> but do you know, I've worked um, as a makeup artist for, I guess, over 14 oh, years wow. now. And I... One of the biggest issues I see with women is melasma, and it's you know it's yes. even, it's super hard to cover with makeup. Even just it's it's just really difficult, and no one seems to have a fix for it. So I was reading about Except. doodab. Yes. <laughs> yes. What yeah. is that? I, I we have a lot of success with melasma. Um, even the beautiful uh, Kristen Ritter, she's an actor, and she yeah. just recently wrote about you know, um, she's pregnant and I, I can share that now because she's showing beautiful pictures of her belly. <laughs> um, but she, so she, oh, often it can, um, melasma can um, 
can come upon us when we're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her doctors and such were like, yeah, sorry, maybe, you know, after the baby, but might just have to live with it. And uh, she worked with our protocol and it totally went away. Really? So, yeah, that's just one, you know, happy person with that. Um, I, you know, obviously for some, you know, sometimes there are some stubborn cases, but I do have to say, like, you know, I, on a very relaxed uh, survey level, I think we have like an 80 to 90 success rate with using the doodab. And sometimes, you know, maybe you need to use that for a couple months and then shake it up with the jewel dab because then you're just giving the situation a variety of botanicals. Um, you know, and some speak to somebody's skin more than another. Um, but we've had great success with that. And it's also about, you know, consistency and application. So it is something you're just going to use by the drop one to two times a day. And, you know, that isn't going to go overnight. That's going to need a few weeks. And then hopefully also you might follow our other advice of, like, not using soap or washing with chemicals anymore, using something like the best skin ever, washing with oil, and then hydrating with real things because then also our serums also help to balance out um, the appearance of skin tone as well. So, you know, using, uh, following more of our advice beyond just dabbing the doodab onto the melasma spot, like if you just take it a little more holistically, the success will be a little bit faster. Um, But this really, I write about this too in my book because it is, I only see this as something that seems to be increasing for women. Mm -hmm. And one of the main culprits is uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids. So you're really, and of course, in the realm where it's the synthetic, like the manufactured uh, mazola canola. Canola is a huge issue for this. So, which is in um, a lot of our foods now. Studies done. Yeah, and studies that were done, I believe it was, I don't, might not have a name perfect, but something like the Institute for Plastic Surgery in Los Angeles or something like that. <laughs> Sounds and about right. Study, <laughs> and they found the women that had high, high diets high in the refined PUFAs, mm-hmm. that they, 78% of those women looked about 20 years older than they, than their actual age. Wow. I write about that. I have the, you know, that study, um, but noted in my book for the actual more details. So there's that. Then we combine that with an intake of, you know, the xenoestrogens from plastic and, and beauty products, you know, like there's a lot of chemicals like oxybenzene and sunscreen, for example, that does disrupt the endocrine system. And then we mix that in with this plethora of modern birth control, um, hormone birth control that had like birth control pills that have hormones or IUDs, uh, including the one that doesn't have the hormone, the copper affects hormones. So all of these things are, are, are showing to be creating uh, more melasma in women. And I go into the hyperpigmentation, um, in, in our, in the renegade beauty solutions, part of, of renegade beauty. Right. Renegade Beauty is your book. And you do, we can kind of jump into that a little bit. You do give a lot of different, just like beauty secrets. You said beauty secret solutions and preparations to help cure a lot of the beauty issues. The top one I read about was cellulite. That one sucked me in real fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just really want it. Like, you know, a lot of this too 
a lot of what's in my book comes from, you know, answering thousands and thousands and thousands of women's questions, you know, for the past couple of decades and understanding what, you know, women with other skin need other, you know, because, um, I don't have cystic acne and that kind of thing, right. but really working with these women and, and letting them know it's successful. And so I just really wanted to share that with people. And of course, cellulite comes in as well. Um, you know, and that obviously women, we are, cellulite is, is sort of a natural part of our layer. You know, we've got an extra layer of fat for bearing children. So besides the standards and besides that, you know, it is kind of naturally occurring, yet at the same time we have decided that we don't want to have that look. What there is kind of in that area is a bit of a stagnancy. So sometimes it could be about excess estrogen, and again, that could be coming from, you know, excess plastic or different xenoestrogens and chemicals that we're exposed to. So there's a, there are ways to, uh, if you look up, you can Google or look at my book about, you know, ways to get rid of excess estrogen. Um, and there's a supplement called Indyl-3-Carbonyl, which helps, and also DIM. These are natural supplements that help to release some of the excess estrogen. And then also there could be a bit of sluggishness with the lymphatic system. So dry brushing is excellent to do. And you're not going hard. It's not about sort of scrubbing away the cellulite. Um, but you're working, you're going to dry brush all over your body. And we have uh, directions on the website and there's a little video on YouTube. But the lymphatic system is actually just below the surface of the skin. So dry brushing is actually very light, lighter than most people think. It's almost like butterflies are coming to brush your, tickle your body. And that's how you're accessing the lymphatic and the circulatory system. So doing that all over your body is also, and of course you will go over the thighs and buttocks as well, but you want to do the whole body because that helps to generate the lymphatic flow. And a way to even upgrade regular dry brushing is to put, we have a blend called Verve Tonic, but you could also just use a drop of like organic rosemary as long as it's a real oil. And you just put a drop or two in the palm of your hand and then glide your brush over that and then it will coat the fibers of the bristles and then you will dry brush as you normally would and that will just amplify the dry brushing experience even more and then you just want to you know massage that area we do make a cellulite blend that's got a lot of the circulatory and um, lymphatic draining essential oils and so you can massage that in and also if you're able to do things like cold plunges or saunas just really about getting that circulation going. I read in your book too about you were talking just about the, all the remedies out there now of those creams that you know quote unquote cure cellulite and that they are just fake. They don't actually work, right? Yeah, I mean, I can't see how it w how they would looking at the ingredients, and then the ingredients are a little bit crazy as well. It's just like again, you know. With, with lymphatic sluggishness, our chemical load in our body also slows these things down. So it's, you know, we don't want to be adding to our toxic load to solve a kind of a circulatory issue. Right. 
I loved how you said when you were starting the, the conversation of cellulite, you said women are energy storage experts. The female body is very efficient at fat storage to sustain us and our babies through motherhood. Cellulite is a part of our expert fat storage capacity. I think I just loved that because it was such a good, I love that our bodies work the way they do. And it was such a good outlook on we're actually just really good fat stores. Yes, we don't like the the look of cellulite, but our body is doing something good for us. It is. And really so much of feeling good is like undoing the stories we've been sold and told. And, and you know, a lot of it's based on, on you know, feeding our insecurities. That's the billion-dollar market. Right. That That's kind of another thing I read a lot about was weight loss and you were saying calories don't count which is a huge part of my diet routine as well I never count calories oh good (laughs) (laughs) that's great I don't and really yeah it's so it's so I don't know how that all got started the calories but yeah it's such a it's such a false idol and it's not something we want to project our weight thoughts onto you just really want to look at your blood sugar that's the key and we want to intake healthy fats right the healthy fats thing is I'm so glad it's getting a lot more publicity now but I eat a super high healthy fat diet and people always ask me you know how do you stay thin and for me it's not about counting calories it's about eating real food Yes, absolutely. We need to eat real food all the time. And when we are eating nutrient-dense food, then, you know, we're also not going to have strange cravings. Right. You say if we focus on the nutrient concentration of every bite, then we can ditch that math equation from our plates. Totally. Just like, you know, every drop and what you're putting on your body should just be working for you and be beautiful in and of itself. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. 
because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. What do you think about the aging craze then? You know, like I get Botox. I have this supernatural lifestyle and then I get Botox. That makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, it's like, you know, the whole imagery of women historically and presently in our culture is so whacked. (laughs) No, it truly is. Yeah. So like, and imagery has only gotten more and more and more and more because of like the internet and everything now, right? Before imagery was like, if you're picking up a Cosmo or a Vogue, I'm thinking like in the nineties and before that, or you're seeing a billboard or it's on TV or film. And now it's just everywhere, right? Imagery and imagery of women, women and womenhood mm-hmm. and what it's supposed to be like. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully, um, you know, there's other things you can think about putting on your, on your forehead and working on that way. You know, some, some women I know, we uh, tape crystals to our, our forehead part, sleep on that every night. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, put some serum on there. But there, yeah, hopefully you can, you know, but it, it is uncomfortable. And I, I know I have a lot of actor friends too. And, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them Botox, a lot of them don't, but there's, you know, and it's mixed and it's, to, you know, it's, it's not something I would choose to do just because I also, I would be afraid of the substances in that. Yeah. I mean, it's but straight it, chemicals. I, I get it. You know, it's, it's a hard thing. It is. And that one wrink, that one wrinkle could just that classic one that comes in between the brow. I mean, that mm-hmm. could, you know. The 11. That can make a big difference, especially yeah. when you're on the screen. Right. So do you have a product that you recommend for anti-aging or to help just keep your skin looking supple? Yeah, well, you know, it is it's a funny category, the anti-aging, because like literally every serum we make is so potent and so beyond any advertised anti-aging situation. Because again, you've got that uphill battle where you're applying petroleum every day for 20 years around the eye area. It might look 
puffy in that day, or you know what I mean? You might be moisturized for the day, but what's the long-term effect? And so every, every serum we make is, is completely as anti-aging as it gets. You... We do have our, our beauty, renegade beauty realm, right? Um, which is so people can sort of find what they need to balance their skin. But at the same time, I'd like to educate people and let people know that skin type is hype. It's marketing hype. It was made in the 60s by Clinique and then just took hold of all of marketing makeup. And, you know, if you have uh, acne in the jawline or dry skin or oily in the T-zone, all of, that's not really that's not skin type. That is uh, manifestations of a microbial imbalance on the skin and so you want to be using a beauty products to bring that back into balance not you know not like this is just what i need for the oily and the t-zone so i'm going to use that for the next 20 years and meanwhile it's filled with isopropyl alcohol which is just insane to be putting on your skin because it's going to destroy the lipid barrier the acid mantle and the microbiome and then you're going to have to overcompensate that with these petroleum creams you know and the vicious cycle continues wait so skin so yeah, yeah i'm sorry so to interrupt i'm just fascinated okay. skin type is a fraud basically wow it's like mark you know it's like marketing hype right and it's creating classifications that are not working towards balancing the skin oh my gosh so i never thought of it that way yeah, we've just been like, I was so programmed that, you know, it's like you, you become a young woman, you get a training bra, and then you go to like, you know, the counter, the makeup counter, and then you find out your skin type, right. <laughs> and then you get your little set of products. Um, so I have, a, there's a chart in the book as well that goes through, um, you'll see it in there somewhere, but it, go, it goes through the four renegade beauty realms. And um, so we've got the brilliant beauty realm, which is perhaps for acne or fungal-prone skin. And um, we even put in sort of the TCM, the tra traditional Chinese medicine aspects, what's going on with the microbiome, um, and maybe what the vitamins or minerals are needed for each of the beauty realms. There's the beloved beauty realm, which is for wise skin, uh, rosacea, inflammation, melasma, and we've got the benevolent beauty realm, which could be like more sensitive, slightly dry skin, and um, could also be melasma prone. So there's those ones, and then there's the blithe beauty realm, which is more for like inflamed, sort of red, could be itchy skin, skin that just really needs calming and cooling. And things that could manifest in that realm could be eczema. Um, we now know that things like eczema or psoriasis flare up in areas where there's been a drop in microbial activity in that zone. We know that rosacea is actually these dermodex mites that are on the skin. And it's interesting because I'll get emails from people and they'll be like, the rosacea makes my skin so itchy. It's like there's bugs on my skin. Oh, my gosh, there is. And, um, yeah, and there is. Well, And we all have bugs on our skin. Like, What? And we just have to, <laughs> yeah, that's the what? microbiome. You just want the good bugs. So you'll see the chapter on, the, on skin, which is, uh, I believe it's called the moist envelope of the soul, 
we do a deep dive into the microbiome, but yes, we are all basically a tapestry uh, teeming with microbes on our skin, in our guts, in our mouths. And it's the beneficial bacteria that we want to be uh, spearheading the population and we don't want to have the pathogens overtaking. And so um, a lot of our modern skincare regimes actually throw this balance of the beneficial bacteria off and then that paves the way for the unwanted bacteria. So when someone goes to your website, how, because I mean, everything you just said sounds amazing to me, but I, it also sounds overwhelming. Like, how do I pick the right product? You know, like I, for instance, have yep. blackheads on my nose. How do I go to your website and pick which oil I need to start using? Yes. So we have, we say as much as we can on the website, but we do, you know, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Restriction on words. Um, so I'm so glad that we have a book and our customer care team. So the good thing is, like, uh, we you can email us and okay. we can totally just, you know, uh, say all the suggestions. And we also have complimentary, complimentary half-hour consultations that we can do by Zoom or over Skype. And they're free. Oh, that's and, cool. you know, anybody can have them. You can ask us questions about dental care, oral care, skin care. And we will figure that out for you. Okay. So, yeah, you did, I'm glad you mentioned the dental care because that was fascinating to me. So it's a natural approach to dental care. Also, I have to talk about Poetic Pits because it's been life-changing <laughs> for me. <laughs> I, like I said, I found that's how I found you. And I have been probably on the natural deodorant train for about two years now. Um for me, I just, I read a lot about aluminum and just, I didn't want to be putting so much toxins into my armpit every day. For but, sure. Especially because we shave there. Right. And that micro, micro aluminum, think about that. Sure. Maybe it's a, a tiny amount again, but you're putting that on for 40, 50 years. Right. Every gonna, single day. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I actually have some posts on my blog, velvetsedge.com. If anyone wants to read about why I made the change to natural deodorant. But my issue was, is I would wear a natural deodorant for a month or two. It would work great. And I would smell fine. And then by the second month, I would go work out or whatever it was. And it just didn't work. So the, po yeah, the poetic pits though, I let me tell you, <laughs> I mean, it has been crazy. <laughs> I, this is going to sound so disgusting, but I will go work out after using it, I have the rose scent and it smells so good, but I go work out and then I leave the gym and my armpit still smells good after, you know, the yeah. sweatiest class. It's crazy. How does it work? Totally. That's, we get that all the time. Like people do, I just did hot yoga and then people are like, oh my God, you smell so good. Yes. What have you got? Yes. So that, you know, that in my twenties, um, that was also an area where that was one of my last things to go to just for effectiveness even though I was making everything um I wasn't making deodorant at that point at that time and you know I was experimenting with different ones obviously you know even a water-based one but it wasn't quite concentrated enough and then you know I was just thinking about sandalwood one day and um I know I knew at that time, and this is what made me connect the dots, is it does have a phytohormone, so like phyto meaning a plant hormone, and of androsterone. And so and that, and that's what a hormone, a pheromone, <clears throat> that w both men and women secrete from their pits. 
So I was just like, oh, there's such an affinity here between sandalwood and our armpits. And so um, I started using sandalwood and just found it was such a great solution. And then we made, and then to make all the little varieties, we, you know, made different formulas of essential oils with sandalwood. And so that's also what I do differently often in my formulations too. It's not just like, you know, well, I was making this stuff sort of before green beauty got really popular anyway, but it wasn't just like, okay, now we're going to take something normal and then just switch it up to cleaner ingredients. It's more like building something different from the ground up. And so we have their sandalwood-based based deodorants. I mean, they're more exquisite than the finest perfume. And they create such a great synergy with everybody's pits because it takes your unique pheromonal aroma and then highlights it and then sends it out on this great, as a great like molecular messenger to the planet. Whereas the other, other deodorants are like trying to stop the sweat or just mask your own aroma instead of like celebrating that union of your aroma with the plant aroma. And, uh, and that's how the poetic pits were born. That is so interesting. It's, tell me if this is right or not, but I got mine at moon juice in LA and the girl said the reason it worked was because it removed the bacteria from your armpits. Is that accurate? Well, it wouldn't remove it, but it would work harmoniously with it. Oh, okay. So that's what you're saying with your own pheromones. Yeah. yeah well, oh, well, kind of. I mean, they are antibacterial, antifungal, so it's not. Um, so it's balancing out the bacteria. Because that's what makes you smell, on. right? Yeah, and then the aroma. So then the literal aroma part of it is also then working with your aroma, uh, which reminds me of that Walt Whitman quote in. Um, this, and he writes, the scent of these armpits is an aroma finer than prayer. That's how I feel now about my armpits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's it's the best I feel like I've ever smelled. <laughs> it is, and it's such a great place to kind of, you know, put a perfume, so to speak. I mean, it's a bit different than a perfume. There's no alcohol in it and stuff. But it, it, it's such a great part because as soon as you just get slightly heat hot or excited... And you just have these great transmission of this aroma that's just so sensual. Right. I think that was the... And most people... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying most people find like, you know, if they don't shower every day, it definitely works until they shower. No, it still works. Yeah. Multiple days in a row. Also, I was going to say one thing that I did have to adjust to with natural deodorant was that you still sweat. Like when you just said you got, if you got hot, you do still sweat, but that's good. Like our bodies need to sweat, correct? We do need to sweat, especially since we're, you know, often just sort of bound up in clothing and synthetic clothing and all that. We definitely, you know, we want to sweat. You want to sweat out that small stuff. You want the lymph system working. Right. Is there one product that you could say, I feel like this is asking someone who their favorite child is, but (laughs) is there an overall product that you, that's either your best seller or that you just recommend universally for everyone from the Living Libation site? Yeah, it is a bit hard to narrow it down, but I would (laughs) say like something like, you know, start with the sea buckthorn best can ever as a foundation to everything 
that you because it really that is like the one bottle that can do it all man woman or child what does you it can do wash your face this the, yeah so any of the best can ever but the sea buckthorn is was the first and it's so so popular i mean we must have like i think 500 reviews on that one product wow. alone um so like you so again you because you're not going to be using soap anymore soap only for pits and scrubbing your hands and nails that's the only place for soap you don't want to be washing your face with soap your arm skin doesn't need to be washed with soap every day and you want to again you want to let that microbiome flourish and so you wash your face with oil so the sea buckthorn best can ever you can remove makeup a man could shave with it. He could use it as an aftershave. You could use it to moisturize your whole body skin after a bath or shower. You can take it to your massage therapist and get a massage with it. Um, so and you can wash your face with it and then moisturize your face with it. You can you can put it in your hair to give an oil treatment before you wash your hair. So it could do it all. So you wash your face with an oil. Yes. That is key to super radiant and glowing skin really yes and it's still (laughs) what'd you say i promise you even (laughs) if you have cystic acne for 20 years it is the solution right that was that's the first thought that comes to mind is i think most people would think well will it make me break out yeah i mean again you have to use quality oil and you know you don't want to be using the almond oils peach kernel the grapeseed or whatever combination of like you know again i call it petroleum based they don't always have petroleum in the word but like there's a lot of words for like you know the mineral oil or just that whole realm of ingredients so um you want to make sure it's real oil i recommend um, all of our best canavers have jojoba in them and i love jojoba because it is actually a plant wax it's a liquid plant wax it is the oil, the botanical oil on the planet that most matches our sebum. It is great for drawing um, things out of clogged pores. It's great for removing makeup. And um, the thing is that we, have, we are so conditioned to scrub our skin with surfactants. And we think that's what we need to wash our skin. But we really do need to sort of step away from those concepts because... It's very important when we're healing the skin, wanting to even our skin tone, get rid of that melasma, those dry patches, all that kind of stuff. Just start healing the skin. We need to start thinking about sealing and healing the skin by recovering the integrity of the epidermis and repairing the hydrolipid barrier that seals the skin and that has been damaged from, you know, those derma rollers to the acid peels, to the overexfoliation, to the applying of chemicals to scrub our face. And now that uh, researchers and scientists are studying the microbiome now, a lot of studies are coming in. And what we're seeing now is that the use of surfactants, whether it's from a harsh like Dove soap or what seems to be a mild green beauty foaming cleanser, they all this sort of the spin cycle of surfactants is leaving in leaving in the stratum corneum of our skin the top layer it is leaving microscopic splinters of surfactants that are not washed away when we rinse with water after we wash with soap uh. and so um, it's very important to really switch gears on that way of thinking of caring for our face and um, 
you know, really a lotion is made by just combining oil and water with an emulsifier. And so when we wash our face with oil, it's kind of like making a fresh lotion on your face. And it's really able to, you know, pick up the dirt, lift off the makeup. And, um, again, you want to use something pure. And uh, it's as simple. It's the way that skin was cleansed for centuries, you know, from the Berber women to the Turkish bath, bath, ancient Greece. All that way of bathing was with using oil. And um, and then that will help, you know, the jojoba will deliver the phospholipids. And it will help balance the microbiome. And uh, people really, it can be a bit strange for people, but the moment it is tried, people are like, oh my God, I wish I'd known about this years ago. I just added it to my cart. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, And if you want to read it, if you want to read about that more, you can look on page 78. Okay. Of the book? uh, In Renegade Beauty, yeah. So the website is livinglibations.com. You guys can go check out all of her products there. And also, I love the idea that you can get the free consult. That's huge. So whatever your issue, you can get advice on how to deal with that. What is your Instagram? Where can people find you? That's Living Libations, too. And, um, yeah, that's uh, that's our favorite social media channel. You'll see lots of beautiful uh, pictures of where we live and uh, what's going on with Living Libations. So at Living Libations, and then the book is Renegade Beauty, which I have linked for you guys on velvetsedge.com under Shop My Everyday Favorites. I love all the remedies, all the natural remedies. I love that you give the food for thought, the way to treat certain symptoms with food and balance out that way. I think it's just, it's so insightful. Nadine, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you. My pleasure. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. This is Kelly Henderson, and you've been listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast. I truly believe that every one of us has a little velvet and a little edge. So it's so important to remember that to be strong, you must be soft too. Thank you so much for sharing in those stories with me. You can follow Velvet's Edge on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as velvetsedge.com. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me every Wednesday for more conversations on lifestyle, beauty, and relationships. Thanks for listening. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.